that's magic for me like completely uh, feeling uh, limitless so I think this moment is one of those moments when I say okay I'm here and now being present with you with your heart and uh, allowing life to come through me you know so yeah <laughs> it's a long concept of magic I think it never ends so today my concept is this maybe tomorrow is different because I don't think intellectual concepts uh, can uh, actually do favor to everything that really is. What's magic for you? The ability to see other people in their magic and to get past the veils that say that they're being something that I don't support. And seeing those veils of things that they're doing that I had judged before that if you do those things, you're not in magic and you're not in love. Because every time you go into magic, there's a different route. There's a different, uh, different threads and layers to going there that you're letting go of, of um, scenarios. Like, for example, the ladies were here sitting down beside us, doing a little bit of banging, a bit of noise or whatever. All opportunities to leave the magical space where you feel you need to be just silent and only be here to record the podcast. But continuing to stay present and focused in the eye and staying focused on that point with you, they're actually with us and supporting us because it's actually not separate from us, any of it. It's literally just the playing out of our, our, our neocortex, our vision of everyone walking around us. And we're all just in our visions, visioning together, orbs just coming together. And in that radical acceptance and that radical okayness with all of the chaos or noise or whatever it is, you often end up through that series of authentic responses at a shamanic event. Mm -hmm. And if you just keep going with it, you end up there. And I always end up with, at the alchemist. I always end up with the magician at the end of it. I, when I just ride that edge, keep riding, riding, riding that edge. And this is what Greg at Eagle's Nest talks about is the edge of his um, balcony of his stage. He built that with that edge in mind that was his vision bring people to their edge and what will they show up as it's like show them the edge make it so obvious the edge is there yeah but what, what are you going to do what are you going to see and i suppose that's the space of the visionary the visionary will do all that it takes and is required to turn up in that oneness space and bring together all of the codes that we know that are within us and around us and we know we're remembering how to bring them back together and we're even remembering spellings and we're remembering um, structures so we can be in those containers of magic where we've, we've, we've gone into hell. We've gone into heaven. We've been in both of the places and we've radically accepted both of them. And now we can dance in between and it's really playful. Like last night I was lying in the gift shop of the yoga forest and there was a lady in there and I was about to go in and tell her to stop using the instrument and then I just went in and listened and then Harry Potter came to my awareness of when they played the music to the the big dogs or the big dragons I forget which it was and that way I made it, the beast go to sleep and then they could open the door and go to the philosopher's stone mm -hmm. so we can let we can do things to put the beast to sleep yes. and when the beast goes to sleep that's when we can go into the magic into the vault into the vault of the dream time, into the vision, into the in-between. 
And when we wake up, when we're in that limbo state of just after coming out, we have an opportunity to scribe our world into form. And if we're, even just bring that focus into it for a second, that focus and attention will then bring that day into form. So then bringing your intention in the morning to that magical thing, which I've been doing here at the Yoga Forest every day, a different one. Today, it's miraculous romance. Today is a romantic day. Today, I will experience a miraculous romantic day. And that isn't just with my lover, Jasmine. This day is romantic. This day is all of romance. (laughs) And I'll see anything that's available in that and anything that's in the way of that I'm letting go of, Mm -hmm. no matter how personally identified I am with that thing that's stopping the romance because I'm romance and I'm allowed being romance with, with someone who has loved me and I, I've loved for a long time not just with strangers I can be in romance with someone who I'm so deep with who so mm-hmm. deeply supports me and that's also magic someone that you've gone into the realm of magic with on thousands of occasions that your willingness to go into magic with them again mm-hmm. even if the obstacles are way longer not choosing to go to the person who the obstacles are tiny with keep going in there because there's a depth Mm -hmm. there's a depth available that is miraculous and you can learn from those who you're easy to flicker magic with they're your teachers you can bounce with people have your have your connections with people so flexible that you're able to be in magic with everything everywhere all the time so you can be in your sexual expression and freedom Mm -hmm. always Mm -hmm. because you're not afraid of dying you're dying in every moment we are literal death. I am death. Yes. Every moment. And I'm back in again. The hair cracks, I'm back in again. And allowing myself to do that. Your ability to be in, up in the office up here and so many things coming at you. like Just like bang, 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 bang. All of these spells being coming towards you. And yet you still stay centered and somehow give out what is required and everyone goes away happy, peaceful, what is required. Is the heart closing there or is the heart opening there? How do you navigate that and is that magic? So I think that's one of the biggest challenge and uh, learnings being here with so many people because yeah we're in the forest, this magical place in Lake Atitlan, Guatemala but you have all these different personalities you never know who's gonna come up you know sometimes we have more difficult people that at the end are just projections of ourselves so sometimes we have like like you said like magical people coming it's easy to relate to Uh, you barely need to say anything because everything flows but then you have these different personalities that might be you know struggling like humans we we are struggling all the time with some things uh doing shadow work or coming from ceremonies So, so sometimes it's uh it's the challenge is it's to how to deal with with the things that are uncomfortable for me, right? Because it's so easy to deal with people that uh, maybe they resonated with me. It's super easy, but I think that the biggest challenge is to really, um, you know, like deal with people that might be in a different uh, frequency. But at the end, those are the people that make me understand more about myself and have to be at service because that's what we do, you know, and... Uh, I was I was talking to Robin uh, last time. We're I've learned so much from her, and we're basically here because we are in service. So sometimes it's easy to forget that, and sometimes I'm in a bad mood, and sometimes I don't want to deal with anything or any or anyone because it's normal. It's just uh, one more day, 
Uh, and those are the real days that are uh, challenging. But I, I think that's very important uh, for me to understand, okay, I'm in service and uh, some people are going to be super difficult, but I have to be still open my heart a little bit more. So at the end, those are the people that help me grow, you know, because otherwise it would be super easy all the time. And it's not like that. We're here in a realm that uh, you have to deal with many things. So I think uh, remembering that helps me a lot to do my job, you know, my work and uh, to, yeah, deal with, with this and that and uh, with money and uh, with appointments and with time and everything. And I think that's very important for me to be here and now, like also in this uh, earth realm, you know, like dealing with things. And I, I think one of my uh, um, qualities is I'm very, like, uh, very... Um, I act, you know, like if I have to do something, I don't get like uh, lost in the thoughts of I have to do this or that. I just do it. Like, I think I learned that in, in my work in the last couple of years, just doing what I need to do and don't get involved in this drama situation that sometimes people do, you know, and, and I have and sometimes I still do. But I think it's better not to get involved sometimes. Just do what, what I have to do in the best way. And if I need to step away because it's, um, an energy that it may not be uh, easy, then <laughs> then I just step away, you know. And uh, but yeah, I think it's one day at a time. That's kind of like the whole point of living in a, in a place here with timeless, basically, one day at a time and being open to to learn from everybody that comes. So yeah, I think um, I'm I'm very good with that. Very good with just doing making things happen. You know, like I have that fire element going on and a momentum. Maybe in a year or two, that's not going to be that strong, but I feel it very deep right now. So I think there's a window, right? A window that is open for me and I need to uh, take advantage of that. That's why it's so important, again, to be present and to be understanding, okay, right now this element is very powerful in me. Okay, how to channel it, you know, otherwise you get burnt. If I feel another, a lot of fire, okay, that I need to do yoga, I need to do meditation, I need to channel this fire in a creative way because it could be destructive also. So I think that's the key to, to be in that center, peaceful space in yourself in which you can basically do anything in, in this, from this space, you know. So I think that's the challenge and also that's the power also. And that's the big thing that's coming into it. I can do it. It's, and I think that's the part of my legs that are reconnecting at the moment is that I can. I think I've had fears that I've, there's so much power rippling through me that I couldn't possibly allow it all to come into form. And that's the exact thing that stops me creating and I cut my legs off so I don't get it that I'm connected to the earth and she can receive it all. Mm -hmm. That earth is expanding its abilities of what it can receive. So as the light is accessing um, the deeper recesses of the mind, the the ninety percent of it that's turned off, uh, turned off in the in this in the DNA, excuse me, and the two thirds of the brain that hasn't been accessed, we're accessing. So if I'm afraid that the Earth can't receive what's there already, how could I possibly support the expansion of that to happen? And that's my intention. I've spoken. It, I've intended it. It's these two. This two thirds of the brain. I'm going in. I'm seeing it. 
and I'm safe and I'm supported and I'm collaborating with people to support that access into those parts of the brain. And that DNA that we've been turned off from, that we've been spliced from, I'm accessing it, I'm seeing it, I'm, I'm reconnected to it. And it's opening up to me in a beautiful, organic, natural way. And sometimes it'll be really fast, but trusting that when it goes really fast, you're met fully really fast. Mm-hmm. And when it's really, really slow, that's perfect. That, that, that's lit- the literal pace that's needed for exactly. your remembering of that pace. There's certain planetary systems that are s- so different in their paces to others. Like light years in difference in paces is like going from Saturn to Jupiter, Saturn being so slow, ridiculously slow, to another planet being so fast, to another planet like Venus being so hearty. So remembering that we're on all of these spectrums. Mm-hmm. And I was in a yoga class with um, Carlos the last day and I was honoring my slow pace, but I was going slower than everybody else. So he just sat down and he whispered to me, he's like, Michael, you can go faster and you can go with the group. And I just said, yes. I went straight in. I went up to the pace of everybody else and I was in. And that was honoring my body too. I was in the story that I could only be in this planet, this pace, to honor myself. If I went faster, I would be dishonoring myself. So instead of reacting to him, I was like, download, download. He supports me. Boom, I'm in. I'm at the same pace as everybody else again. I don't need to be disrupting to be honoring. Exactly. I don't need to be the rebel or to the one that's doing something different to be part of it. I can actually harmonize. I can actually receive, harmonize, share in unconditional love and still be all of the spectrums. Mm-hmm. Still be all of the paces. To be able to slow down in an instant, go there so fast that you're, you're so far out yet you're anchored and you can come straight in again in the next second that you know that you have the abilities to go in every direction and that our circuitry points in our body like ceremony six in the model that i offer is the world bridger circuit which is the the galileo that the man the woman putting out the hands and legs that sphere Mm -hmm. is ceremony six we're literally bridging worlds in every moment we're bridging into other worlds with other people other spaces all of the time Ceremony 7 to 16, the meridian points, the circuitry points, the boom, boom, they're outside of that. Proving we're, we are not just our bodies, we're the universe. Coming from the center mm-hmm. of the body. We're not leaving. We're, yeah. we're expanding out. We have awarenesses. We can put our awareness, our psyche, our telepathic ability, our, our, um, our mind to any time. Any time, any energy level, in the entire existence of this universe, into the known, and then sit in the unknown and allow it to come in. Play with the known with your mind when you're meditating. Go into a moment in your life. Say spells. I go in at four years old, the moment I was laughing with my mom. Go in there, feel it, remember it, access that spell. Mm -hmm. And then sit in the unknown, the polarity, and watch it all flow in. It's... We've got such an ability to access all of this. Terence McKenna has been singing about this and talking about this forever in all of his writings, in his mushroom journeys. He's dead now. His writings are still there. They're all available to us. All these dudes like Timothy Leary, all of these different people who've gone in with the psychedelic realms in these realms. What's amazing is we're not exactly needing psychedelics to go in there anymore. Mm -hmm. They've supported us. They've rang the bell. And when you ring a bell, 
our being is going to do everything to create the connection point to the bell. But we're coming out now in the heart space, in the neocortex space, and we don't even need drugs. Mm-hmm. We are the drugs. The endogenous experiences are, are coming in. Our chemical imbalance has shifted. We've created a reality around us to support us, to support this insanity, this crazy, this amazing, where we can still be professional and be all of the magic all at once. We can be whatever is required yeah. in every moment because we've realized that our face isn't just this. It's changing. It's mm-hmm. shifting. It's moving. And we're around people who are good with that. And mm-hmm. if they're not, we have the ability to drop. Like I seen um, Diego yesterday just saying sorry. He was like, I'm so sorry. Even though this dude was like dicking him. <laughs> he was just like, yeah, I'm sorry. What can I do for you? Like just dropping into the earth. Just embodying the earth so selflessly. No, mm-hmm. no reaction at all. And the, the dude had no choice but to be loved. Mm-hmm. It's like ninja. That that's some ninja shit. Like I was looking at Diego, like looking at my brother Warrior, and I was like, I want to go fucking protect him or say something. And he got it already. He's just dropping into his nature. It's just like it's yeah. easy. Yeah. But the story was telling me white American man, um, um, Argentinian man, and this American guy thinking he can tell him what to do or like. There's a validated story to it. I could have gone in and supported it, but I I also just stood stood back for a second and observed and watched Diego do it himself. Mm -hmm. That's not always the case. Sometimes I I do different. The girls were going into the Temescal the last day and I asked people not to go in until they were finished. So honoring that space. If If the guests went in with them, they could have had a magical experience. Either way, it's okay. Yeah, You can do whatever. It's all just another spell a world will be created no matter what space is created it's, it's all all is okay <laughs> can you can you tell me more about the spells yeah like uh yeah so it's becoming very visible to me the words i speak and i suppose this also mm-hmm. came from sitting with frederico the alchemist yeah, yeah, yeah. like he's so like boom yeah he he knows every word he says he's creating a reality he was angry at me and the other girl for what we were saying because he was like do you realize the realities you're creating in front of us right now? And he was what like, what were you saying? I don't even know. We were the podcast. And whenever I release it, it'll, it'll share okay, it. Okay. There's four of us together. And he, 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 in his world, he was seeing the worlds being created as I spoke. Like that was real to him. I wasn't seeing that, but I was accepting him and loving him. And I was sending him gratitude. But at the same time, an anger was coming up in him. So his face was becoming different different and he was embodying a very dark version of himself which I was accepting and instead of me being scared or the little boy that would go away and shrivel away and leave his body I stayed and what I chose to do was access my magic to support him he was supporting me into my magic so I brought gratitude for his house for his home for the space he provided for this food that he was offering I filled him with gratitude where he had no choice but to back again Mm -hmm. so even though he was teaching me spells he taught me spells to bring him back to his heart. Mm-hmm. We're working in it together. Yeah. He knew that he was safe to become his darkness. All of these versions of him. Because he knows that I'm aware of them. He knows that I see them. He knows that I'm aware of those realms. So he could become that. Even though the two other people with us, they weren't shaking it. Like Anthony was was shriveling a bit and Lotta was getting scared. <laughs> I was there fully because I've seen these, these, these beasts. I've seen yeah. these demons. Like For me, it's like, how do I love them now? Yeah. How do I... Judging these demons doesn't make them make them heal and be in the earth and be magic. 
loving them, working how to support these darknesses and ground them into mother and realizing that mother isn't scared of them. She loves them. She wants to support them. Mm -hmm. They belong to her. Even if they come from other star systems or other solar spaces, they're here now. So we've got to fucking deal with it. We chose to be here. So how do we connect them to their nature, to their nature? Not my nature, their nature. Mm -hmm. Gratitude is a great one. The spells of gratitude just fill people with thanks. Just do your best to find any glimmer of light about them. Even if they're all dark, there's something there that's light. Fill that with light and look at it and see it and like, wow, fuck, you're incredible. Like, like, wow, like, have you seen how light you are? Like, you're glimmering. Both your eyes are just like shifting into the third eye. Your neocortex, you're, you're amazing. So I align what I see, the light codes that are in the body. And by me saying them, they become them. Mm -hmm. So I'm just literally realizing that the words and my fingers and my movements are and the biggest thing that a magician knows as you taught me it never doubts also what a magician always knows that the audience is always looking at you you're the center of the universe and i'm very special really special and some would tell you that that's the ego and you're not allowed to say you're very special Mm -hmm. and you're not allowed to have an ego trip but going into an ego trip you realize that you what you always wanted to hear that you're seen, that you're loved, you're mm-hmm. special, you're unique. But a lot of writings have told us we're not allowed be with the ego. If you go into the ego and into the trip and hear what the ego wants, which often is in the subconscious with the child, that's often where we've built our subconscious, you realize what the child within you wants to hear. And if, you, if I know what I want to hear, which I got told yesterday during a ceremony I was holding, she said to me, do you realize how special you are? And this is while I'm she, a client of mine. Where I could have had a story. I can't receive support while I have a client where she's paying me. I dropped. And I was like, no, I don't know how special I am. And she told me how special I was. And I said to her, thank you for letting me know how special I am. Because by me being so special and unique, I now can support others to be really special and really unique. And not have that doubt leaking into my mind when I'm telling someone they're special. Because I don't even think I'm special myself. I can only share how special you are by knowing how special I am. Because mm-hmm. I know how sure. important it is. And I can bypass that ego and the illusion and all of the layers because I can tell you how special you are. There's a, 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 a galactic family of people, pods of beings, spatial beings that have come specifically to be supported by you and for you to support them. Mm-hmm. Nobody else. You. And by you creating that, that orb, then the one that I'm creating, we connect together. The mandala, mm-hmm. source, seed of life, mm-hmm. egg of life. This is the birthing of the new age, of the, our home, where yeah. we've, why we've come here. So in every moment, I'm available for that to happen, yet I'm willing to ripple into all of the realms to bring it into form and bridge all of those worlds. Because bridging worlds just there and not being willing to go in here. It it wasn't productive. It wasn't happening. I was stagnant. It wasn't wasn't working. The work was done and I got a lot of compassion. Yet I'm now ready to go between them all. Mm -hmm. And we are spelling in our realities. So let's not be scared either though. Because what Federico was sharing with me, he was only showing me an aspect. But let's not be scared to talk about negative things. Mm -hmm. Let's not be scared to talk about the darkness. Let's express it. It's the energy behind that matters. Not so much the words. If you're unconditionally expressing, I can sing about Hitler. I can sing about rape. If I'm coming from unconditional love, 
then I can share that. Episode 10, I think, with Dana, we talked about sexual victimhood to sexual creatorship. She spoke about experience where it could, what you could call a rape where she was involved in. She talks about the journey of unconditionally loving that experience of that rape and going into creatorship with it. Mm-hmm. And she shares the raw, that raw feeling of going from there to there. That portal she offers to women and men is so amazing. Mm-hmm. That can bring that woman or man into their power again to create yeah. and hold space for so many people. Is she wrong for talking about rape or saying these words or talking negative? Shouldn't she just be talking about how powered she is and like, don't talk about that because that brings that reality in? Mm-hmm. No, you express into it. We're here to express the entire universe. We are instruments, sensory instruments. Literally working how to, to play the tune of every mm-hmm. area. We can access the whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> you made tears come out of my eyes. Yeah, and I, th- I think it's very important to for everybody, right? To remember how powerful we are. And I think the, the real fear is into remembering how powerful we are. Because... It's so much power that also it's so much responsibility. And I think that's the real fear is to being actually responsible to everything we say, to everything we feel, to everything we do. It's so much easier to pretend life just happens and you're like the victim and you're just living life. But it's so much uh, responsibility to remember that we can actually create whatever we want. So how do you think like this, this bridge that you're talking about, about connecting these two worlds, right? This bridge that it, life is made, like life in societies is made for you exactly not to remember that you can actually create and stand apart from these systems that are feed out, out of fear, out of, uh, conditions out of you know all of these systems that have people slaved humans slaved and then remembering that we can draw apart from that that's very scary you know and i think you and me have already done that step we're living outside the society we are working in our magic working in our powers working our spells but do you think that bridge is like finally gonna be more palpable? Do you think it's gonna be like more visible so people can, okay, so this is what I have to do because I know the Mayan calendar and I lo- and I know that Fe- Fe- I have talked to Federico too about this uh, quantum shift in humanity about okay, it's time for people to come together and to say let's 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 take this step into bringing heaven to earth into working the two elements of this true the reality in a, in a more conscious expansive way but i can see it you know i can feel it i have done my work i i've i think i'm already crossing that bridge in if so i've already crossed it but how do you think or is, is do you think it's going to be like naturally organically something that just will happen for humans or us as people that are already like working in our magic we need to do something more. How do you perceive this 
shift. It's really important to be available for whatever is required. Required exactly. is a really the magic service. spell. And it's just no, no more, no less. Required. Requirement. And for example, my client yesterday, we did three ceremonies with. She's got a community, an actual retreat center in Barcelona with her partner. Built. Done. So her being my client and sharing with her the three ceremonies to reconnect her circuitry. Ceremony one, foundation two, and three to receive this sacred breath. See you later. She's so ready. She's got her ground. She's got her, her nature. She's got her support. She's ready to share. It has evolved incredibly how I share. Admitting how special I am and how unique I am and how specific I am here to access a specific group of people and allowing myself to not get caught in the ego of like, who the fuck are you to be fucking doing that? Mm -hmm. Do you think you're fucking God or something? Well, yeah, we are. So, by me allowing myself to be available for that 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 bandwidth and be playing all of them and be able to share with beings like her that have clearly gone eight, nine years through Peru, all of these places to just on ayahuasca with um, Jai and Haley to come up and have purged and just be like, I'm ready. To just be finally ready with the wellness consultation, to be just fully ready to have the specific spellings to say to someone, so um, is it now or tomorrow morning we're doing the wellness consultation? To be able to access and support people that are not tricking them by this um, neuro-linguistic programming, NLP, where you say and people move with it. That I can trust myself, that I am love, that I can be a wizard and I can say it and people move with my energy. Mm -hmm. That I can allow myself into this magic. That the doubt's not coming in of like, are you a reptile? Are you, uh, are you darkness? Are you a demon tricking them into to being a slave again? Like letting go of all of this, to being such a slave and sitting in my slaveness to watching the slaveness around me, to really sitting in it, that I know that I am not a fucking slave. Mm -hmm. Have I been a slave? Yes, I've been a slave. How, can I see others being slaves? Yes, I can. Does that mean that I project that they're only slaves? No. Do I protect myself that I'm only a slave? No. Do I see I'm light? Yes. Do I see light in others? Yes. But because I've seen the slave, I can wipe it straight clean and go straight in. I know how to go into people now. I don't, like... I don't run from behind them like, do you want to do ceremonies? Do you want to do ceremonies? I sit in front of them and how are you doing? Great to see you. And I meet them and I make friends with them. I bring them on my podcast. This podcast is a way for me to make friends with people. I never had friends growing up. Never. I didn't know how to make friends. It was just, I, it was just a big ball of energy that was just getting fed <laughs> up everywhere. This pressure in its head. This yeah. warrior that came into this body, the warrior I was before this lifetime, came into this baby that screamed for six months. My mom said I screamed all day, every day. <laughs> Allergic to her breast milk, supposedly. They put me on soya milk and I stopped crying. Been going into sound healing and different journeys and realizing all of the areas where I stopped myself expressing myself. And these stories my mom says that I'm allergic to her breast milk. I don't think I was actually allergic to her breast milk at all. I just cried when I had her breast milk. <laughs> but she may not have known that crying and expressing is beautiful. Yeah. And that's probably the moment I stopped crying at six months old. It's the moment I, st I, st the moment I thought that I needed to protect my mom by stopping expressing myself and just being there and still. And choking myself with food. And that was the way she gave me love. She choked me with food. 
She just kept giving it to me. To the moment at my babysitter's where he got a vice grips, like a metal, and got a carrot and shoved it down my throat. That's the kind of experiences I went through in the disconnection of expression. I so disconnect from expression that I couldn't eat any vegetables. I started eating vegetables at 21 years old when I accessed love again. When the heart opened, mm-hmm. I started to express myself again. And then I was like, this tastes amazing. Because when the heart's closed, you don't know what you want. Mm-hmm. When the heart is open, you know what serves you. But we sometimes protect ourselves because we think we need to protect ourselves exactly. for whatever reason. We all have a different, really intelligent, really real reason. And that's to be honoured, of course, and he- felt, felt and seen. Some people need sound, sound healing. Bypass the mind, go straight in, express it. We all have a different way. What is the way that you offer to people, your clients? We'll go clients first here in the yoga forest. What do you offer for them to bypass all of the protections so they can go in to their magic? I think definitely not reacting. Like definitely transcending into the emotion world where it's easy to react and to confirm who you are, your personality. So definitely for me is like what we said before, dying every day, be open for death. And also that's super connected with my profession, like writing. If you have if you want to write, if you want to create a novel, you have to get away, you know, because If I'm just going to write about what I know and what I believe and confirming once and again who I am, then it's going to be bullshit, you know. But if I'm open to, okay, I'm going to let Cindy die, this Cindy, this personality, this me, this self, and be open to receive and to channel and to create these characters, to create through darkness too, because you have to. Uh, That happens the same here, you know, like... I'm open in my heart and also in my mind. In and that openness and that vulnerability, people can see. So they understand. They don't have to confirm their, themselves, you know. And if they confirm themselves and they're they're trying to, you know, struggle into dying these small super symbolic deaths, then they're not actually doing any work here. You know, they're just coming here to confirm who they are. But I think that's the magic of this space and this place, that we're all so connected into this transformation, this constant transformation, that it's uh, people cannot avoid it. And it's like you said, like they just connect to this different side of themselves, that they remember that they don't have to confirm themselves to anybody because nobody's doing that. You know, so I think that's super important for kinds and I've seen that in the beginning maybe I was different because I've been working here since uh, October, seven, eight months now. I was a different person, you know, I came from this whole different energy and uh, I was different. So I think the more I open myself and the more I open my mind and the more humble I am, the more vulnerable I am and feeling safe into being that then the more powerful it is for people for their own transformation because I'm open for transformation myself. And it's it's nothing that you can fake. It's something that is real because, like I said before, it's just being present, just being in service. And sometimes you say something, like, for example, in this yoga class that I was talking about magic. I, usually I don't talk about magic because I know there's it's a concept that some people might, you know, like have these different concepts, but... 
uh, I never talked to Agna before and you were there and just suddenly I start talking about magic, you know, about, I don't know why. It's something you start intuiting and just channel. And then I understood why I was talking about magic because you guys are talking about magic and you were doing this work. So I'm just a channeler and that brought us together into different conversations and, uh, you know, like I cannot... If I were fighting these things that come through me, then I would missing out of all of these new experiences or missing out of the opportunity to bring some themes or subjects into the air to communicate and to, again, grow from it and to just be available for this energy. And the more we talk and the more we, we understand that there's more people that are in, this, in the same path, the more powerful it becomes because you know you're not alone. So also uh, offering that to people is very magical because some people might come and they like they have all these dramas and these issues, especially people from the city that come all the way to here because it's not easy to come, you know. And they come because they know, maybe they don't know why, but there's something in there that it's about to be the, uh, killed, you know, a thing about themselves. Otherwise they would stay in the city doing their thing, right? So... The, the traveling of just coming here requires energy from persons to come. So I think that they coming here, they already know they have to be open. Because otherwise, why would they come, you know? Uh, why would they go just to a Hilton in the city, you know? So I think that decision, unconsciously or consciously, also brings the opportunity for being open and to show this side of, of themselves through yourself. And to say, okay, this is why I'm here, or this is all the shit I need to let go of. So I think that's the power, the, the transformation, and also it's mutual. It's not only about the client, it's about you, yourself, all the time. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And it happens with you. Like, for me, it's the same with you now. Because I know that I can talk to you, and you can talk to me, and we can... You know, I'm open to receiving your medicine, receiving your magic, because I'm ready. You know, I'm ready and I have I feel alive when I talk about magic. I know I'm magic. I feel my throat opening, you know, the, the, the air and the oxygen, the element. So I feel it. That's why there's no, nothing to be, nothing is wrong, because I feel it's right. And that's what I need. And the, the journey is, uh, again, at a, diff a different pace with every single person. And that's what I, I love. My journey with you has been a very patient one. It's like from the beginning, we've been moving at a very, very steady pace. And yes. I feel like I've, I've seen you from the very, very beginning. The moment I seen you, the first night we came here, I seen you. The same you now, the same light being magical, which amazing creator straight away. And I've been seeing this in people forever. Yet I haven't known how to navigate that. Exactly. I haven't known. It sometimes it's made me angry that I, they didn't know yet. Or I love them so much that I was like, how don't you know? Sometimes I'd attach to them and fall in love with them. And then I, I'd fall in love with that idea of them. Not supporting them into it at all. Just attaching to them. And not supporting them any movement at all. Making it stuck. So in me redefining what love is. And feeling these feelings of lust or feeling these feelings of sparks. Now it's all connections because mm -hmm. I get it now. It's like, for example, I may, may look at you and I might get aroused or feel like an opening in my sacrum. Now it's kind of like, oh, 
that's, that, that's, that, that's nice that's a feeling of connection of mm-hmm. our fires we're mm-hmm. like we're creating something yeah it's like it's not what fear tells you it's 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 that we're we're co-creating it's lovely and i might just give a giggle or a wave at you or it, 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 the person that walks in beside me to my left hand side i might be able to do, play with them a little bit and creating a little bit of magic with them like how's your day and like so are you going swimming later the energy moves Mm-hmm. You're, you're not attaching to the yeah. exact place where the energy is coming from. You're moving it. So the journey with you has been really, really organic and slow in our connection. Yet it's been amazing because I've been able to see the magic with it all of the way. And I, I didn't need you to see it or not. And I didn't know if you've seen it or not. You could have or you didn't. I was just seeing it and it was reminding me again that I'm appreciated and seen and I'm celebrated everywhere, even if no one's looking at me. So... It's like with Ian when we podcast The Last Day in Shiva. He, he purposely put his head down. And he's like, can you be in your magic when my head is down? Put your head down for a second. So it's like, can I keep spinning and sharing and knowing that I'm seen and creating and I'm magic and that I'm held and I'm amazing even when the person isn't just hyper-focused on me? Mm-hmm. Do I need yeah. someone just to be eye-to-eye to me for me to be magic? No. So this is another layer of the wizardry that I didn't have before I came to the yoga forest that I can give now without being validated that I'm amazing and I can be validated because I'm actually validated everywhere mm-hmm. and because I've millions and billions of star systems and beings and humans and animals loving me in every moment now they're just coming in their fucking drones for me to support them yeah. because I was aware of them before they even came in front of me and I suppose that in a way looking at it from another angle is manifesting mm-hmm. and it's really real because it's so real for me because I'm seeing it. And I suppose that's manifestation again because that's imagination. And I suppose imagination then is magic because yeah. you become a magician when you realize every magician sees another reality. And the only reason it's magic to the person in the crowd is because they're accessing something that they aren't. And they're like, they must have some trick or something that they're doing. It's just that they're in that reality. And they're portaling that to the person down there. And it's always tangible. You're lifting something up. You're putting something in here. But if I, if I take the focus of your eye, and you're only looking at your eye, you cannot know what I'm doing over here because you're so focused on me, mm-hmm. and you're in my world, that I could be doing anything to your entire being that you wouldn't even know about. But if you're scattered, be scattered now, just kind of look around kind of thing. You know everything that I'm doing. Yeah. But if you're focused, you can only focus on where the magic is. So, again, going into more of what the magic is, it's just being aware of other realities and Mm -hmm. knowing that when the guest comes to the yoga forest, they're coming for magic. They're coming to be healed. So you can skip that. Skip all those layers of wondering, are they? They've come for a reason. And you're creating that reality with them and accessing that version. And you're willing to dance through it with them. That's pretty amazing. Yes. Thank you. This is very powerful. <laughs> I'm excited to to live live the Nazgast through this more confirmate confirming and more uh, crystallized. At the end, this is the crystallization of consciousness. You know, crystallization, crystallizing this uh, sense of opening yourself for the magic to others. So I'm excited now to. You know, you, you, you experience, to experience in a more crystallized way, this side of the work. Because at the end, yeah, it's a job, but at the end, 
you can be very powerful if you are open to it and we're here for a reason we're here together for a reason and yeah it's i think it's like an adventure and life it's like an adventure and that's what also opens our heart to remember we can be amazed and we can be odd and we can be um surprised you know and don't uh, live our life expecting the same all over again in the same loop because that just make life boring and just like a machine but we can actually have amazing experiences and talking about uh, work i need to go to work in a bit <laughs> so we're on 49 minutes she told me i was getting 60 yeah okay. and i don't expect it <laughs> 10 more minutes oh yeah we can have 10 more minutes of joy and of magic I have here, thanks. Beautiful. You're a nice baby's bottle. Every time I see it, I'm like, <laughs> if, if it, it feels like a little, the little girl with her little yeah. beaker, I'm like, oh. <laughs> like a little boob. <laughs> oh, little booby. <laughs> That's actually pretty deep. It's like, we go from with our mom, literally our mouth around her breast. Yeah. Being held that close, like that. So, so, so intimate. How did we possibly get to the point where we just about hug our moms? Like, how... I'm going to explain one, one reality. We all have different connections with our moms. But how could we be so nature and so our mouth around the, the boob to be so in the tree that you know that it's a part of you? Mm-hmm. To be so in the leaves that you know that they're just receiving your out breath with you that now we're remembering that as we connect closer to woman to man that that automatically now is connecting us to this mm-hmm. and see the trees are getting closer and Greg from Eagles Nest actually his one thing about the yoga forest that he mentioned he's like it's like a cocoon and I was like I said to him I said yes it is a cocoon and I said, we're allowed to be in the cocoon. We're also allowed to be in the eagle's nest. And the eagle's nest is also safe. It's safe when you're an eagle. And you've remembered you're an eagle. You can create a nest for the eagles and the eagles will fly in. And they'll remember their eagles. But you can also create a yoga forest. A lot of beings can exist in a forest. And a lot of versions can live in the forest. Yeah. So the, the being may remember they're an eagle in the yoga forest and they may not be able to build their nest here they might go down to the eagle's nest and experience their nest and watch as the eagle soars and get the eagle's view of the lake and then they can come up to the forest again and remember their wolves and remember that they're monkeys and remember that they're bears remember that they're hobbits remember that they're elves it's like we're not in competition we are working together different pods yeah I'm sharing ceremony with him on Wednesday in his realm. I'm so excited to connect. I'm hearing about all of this unification that's happening here in San Marcos. All of the tribes are unifying. Different people from the groups are playful and they're coming out of the groups and they're entering other groups and they're connecting in the groups because they're seeing that that's obviously required. Mm-hmm. And all of the protections that we've created in the, in the fear of connecting we will do all that's required to connect those spheres together, no matter how real the things are. And trusting, it'll all happen at its own pace. Mightn't happen in a day. Might happen ten years. Might happen in a moment. It will happen in a moment. There's no doubt it will happen in a moment. 
And it would all just weave together. Because... We're all seeking to come home. Mm -hmm. It's all coming home. Whatever it is. And it can get as complex as you want in the mind, in the psyche, in the spirit. But the spirit of things is actually really simple. Because when the spirit comes into form, which is not separate, it's so simple. And it's always just one poke, one movement. It's easy. It's always just one moment. It's one step at a time. It's easy. So it's remembering abilities to bring all of that complex unification and bring it into a simple hello. Yeah, exactly. Because it's literally just a hello. And once you say hello, hello. everything opens up. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> hello. What a magical spell. Hello. Hello. Thank you. I love you. I am. Yes. <laughs> what is home for you? Expression. Being held in expression. Home is... Home is lit, the literal bringing in of home in my expression. I'm a communicator, so I communicate home. I communicate the, the, our home into form with my voice, with my movement. So my special unique gift is the communication of home. I can share home mm -hmm. into the world with, with, with whatever that aspect I'm looking at or who I'm with is home for them. I can communicate whatever is required to bring home in with that being that I'm beside. And I can communicate through all the layers of illusion that is required to bring home into that space. And once a being is home with me, they have home forever again. And whatever they, whether they come on a nature quest and come in with their question, if that's the, the spell they need, or if they need some counselling with some communication, they come home. If they want to do a ceremony so they reconnect with themselves, so they have their own grid connected and then go home, it depends what, what extreme they want to go in. You want to go to Eden Heart Space and go home in Ireland and build your own home on land that was gifted to me by my dad when he killed himself? 42 acres, 18 acres of forest, Sheds. I want to go. You're welcome. You're welcome home. Whenever you're ready, you're so welcome to come to Ireland and bring what, this web that you write into form. Bring the fiction into form mm -hmm. in this holy land of Knock. Knock is the holy capital of Ireland. It's the holy capital of Europe with Lords and the Vatican. Lords, Vatican, Knock. Three spots in Europe that are the Catholic centers with basilicas where millions of people come, pilgrims, with, with cancer, different ailments, and they come and they get healed. Mother Mary appears there regularly. Catholics worship, devote themselves to this place. I receive land from my dad as a gift, the gift of love, the gift of nature. So this is another portal to home. And this is the website that I'm creating at the moment so people can access the four layers of home that are all the same. Mm -hmm. And I'm collaborating with all the beings that is required to bring this home into form and all of the beings that can support me before the ceremonies, after the ceremonies, the lily pads. The pe people need more than just ceremony. They need more than just a nature quest. They need more than just these things. 
other supports and I want to bring this sphere together and link them all together and all of the people are coming together and it's so obvious mm -hmm. it's so yeah. easy um, Jasmine is doing hoop classes she's getting people to move their expressions in their sacrums being children being in their sexual children selves mm -hmm. those selves that were so hypersexual that it got nothing got to do with putting your penis in a vagina mm -hmm. it was just maybe it was and that was playful as a child too it's like whatever it is Jasmine teaches you shares with you to be a baby again and play with your hoop <laughs> so it's all coming together and I'm mm -hmm. supporting those people to bring it into form and if there's a little bit of doubt you can do it it's like I connected the three of us together the last day I was like just tell Cindy she will support you she loves you and then you were like I'll make you a flyer and she was like what? you actually <laughs> want to support me? because her mind was telling her that you didn't want to support her yeah. but I knew you wanted to support her she just needed to go into the your world <laughs> so I bridged it yeah I needed to open my heart also that's what I'm saying like <clears throat> it's a constant opening heart because you want to support and I, it's a reminding like yes I'm here for that it's, don't take my job too seriously you know like I can do both things you know in both realms and that's for me home that's why I asked you this question for me being home is being in my inner child you know being in my heart feeling I'm safe because for many years I felt I wasn't you know so Coming back, healing that pattern that I finished healing in the last couple of months, it has given me the gift of opening my heart and staying there and being there and living life through there without feeling, um, feeling I need to be protected, you know, or I need to defend myself. And also these beliefs and limits, you know, that life is hard, of course, and it uh, bring us bring us the idea sometimes that we need to be. Uh, defending ourselves but to actually heal that in a compassive way but not only like remembering okay no I can be safe uh, but also being sovereign about it you know being a sovereign spirit a sovereign soul and moving into this earth realm into the spirit realm in a sovereign way not in an ego way like oh yeah this is who I am no but to actually feel empowered that's for me, the world empowered, feeling empowered because I remember who I am and I'm not alone. And uh, love is love has no competition. Love has no enemy. So if I'm connected to that source, why would I be afraid? Everything that comes, it transforms, you know, and that's for me being home, like remembering I am not alone. I am in my heart. I can live from this space because I used to live from another space, you know, the head. And now it's it's amazing. It's who I am. It's magic. And I'm having this conversation with you. And I want to experience more things with you that come to my mind. I'm going to tell you later. But I feel like we need to do a meditation. Seeing each other in the eyes. Going to different dimensions. I have this experience with some people. And it's that. It's that freedom. Freedom of understanding we're multidimensional beings. And uh, we're here for that reason. To explore this multidimensional uh, spaces and not not only because of having the experience but actually work with that experience into this reality because that's why we're humans you know in this life because we need to be here present for the other humans and whatever uh, this reality you know to actually help humanity and actually help her earth through our vibrations through our work through our service 
And I think if everybody finds their home in and in the space, whatever their home is, that why your home is different from mine, you know. But at the same time, it's the same. And uh, if we could all live from this space of of love, of unconditional love, of of our home, we would create just a big home for everybody, you know. So I think that's kind of like my purpose: remembering people through my job, through my work, through my letters, through my writing. To remember, maybe slightly, but this is like a seed, and maybe continuously, you know, like, but at the end, if it's a seed, that, that's enough. Because a seed was harvesting my heart once, and that was enough for me to be here now. So, hope, hope exists, love will, will, will win, you know. So, I'm, I'm happy that I can see that from here, you know, it's easier because we're in the woods. All this magic happens here. It's easy to, to be here with the, uh, seeing it. The real challenge is going back to the places I needed the most, like big cities. For me, Guatemala City, for example, because this is my place where I was born. So instead of fighting that, instead of complaining, just getting bigger, you know, who I am, being crystallized in that consciousness, in my seven chakras, in my whole being, and be able to come back and to create give this light to remember people who they really are and maybe if i'm alone maybe it's gonna be hard but i know there's many people like me that we're actually doing this together so yeah and this is heaven this is the eden this is the lost paradise the forgotten paradise we can see it everywhere in the bible we can see it in all philosophies ancient civilizations the mayans tell it nawalt you know uh this eden space so Yes, let's do it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you guys for listening. If you want to access um, Cindy's two books and her um, upcoming um, workshop retreat here in the Yoga Forest, she's going to say those names and links right now. Yeah, my, my last name is a little hard, but my name is Cindy Barrascut. Uh, maybe, Michael, you can add it in the description, cindybarrascut.com uh, and Instagram, cindybarrascut. So, yeah, that's my name in this life. <laughs> and welcome and thank you for listening. Thank you, Michael, for holding this space. And I'm excited to have more experiences with you. We're here in this moment together, so let's might as well just take advantage of it. 100%. Yeah. And um, all you beings out there who do want to support me, financially on patreon please go on to patreon forward slash spin frequency and support me to create these spaces for me to make friends and in turn you make friends with them and you get to go into this home space and um i love how you're supporting by listening and sharing with your friends and family and um, this can link us all together and if you have any support constructive support 
advices or ideas, please email me on spinfrequencygeo at gmail.com. That's S-P-I-N-F-R-E-Q-U-E-N-C-Y-G-E-O at gmail.com. Um, I look forward to reading your email and um, receiving your spells and replying some spells. I love you. Have a beautiful birthing of your beauty. Ciao.